Local Heroes Honoured at Mayor's Awards. Article by Suzanne Pender. Adaptability, Leadership and Kindness. The attributes that set the 2021 Mayor Awards winners apart. People who are wonderful ambassadors for Carlow. That was the sentiment at the recent Mayor of Carlow Awards, hosted by Mayor Councillor Fergal Brown with Senior Executive Officer Eamon Brophy as MC for the online event. Welcoming everyone to the virtual celebration, Mayor Brown reflected that each of the wonderful nominees has shown a combination of adaptability, leadership and kindness during these pandemic times. I want to remember tonight all the Carlovians who died from COVID-19 over the last year, in particular the late Ger O'Brien who worked in Carlow County Council. Everyone deserves an award, whether you are a junior infant having to learn remotely, a frontline worker risking your life to save others, or an elderly person having to forego family visits so as to keep others safe. All of these sacrifices played a major part in minimising the impact of COVID-19, said Mayor Brown. A total of 13 awards were presented on the evening. The first was to the voluntary organisation, the Order of Malta, who celebrates its 65th anniversary this year. Mayor Brown reflected that since 1938, the Order of Malta, Carlo Unit, has provided first aid and ambulance cover at various events, both locally and nationally, while complementing the Ambulance Corps in its life-saving work. The local unit prides itself on education and since the early 1940s has trained many people and members of the public in first aid, he said. The Mayor's Award was accepted on behalf of the Order of Malta by John Lally. The next award went to Lisa Brooks, community development worker on the Tuller Road Carlow. Lisa is chairperson of the Take Apart Art Action Group, which coordinates community events in the area. Dealing with the challenges of COVID, Lisa and her team skillfully adapted and are currently organising a community choir through Zoom, explained Mayor Brown. He added that Lisa also represented the Tuller Road at an international conference in Plymouth to showcase best practice in the role of community development. Carlo Historical and Archaeological Society, CHAS, received an award to acknowledge its 70th anniversary. In his citation, Mayor Brown spoke of the work of this far-sighted group of local amateur historians who had the courage to establish what is today one of the most dynamic local historical societies in the country. He congratulated Chaz on making Carlo's local history accessible to all and presented the award to the Society's president, Padraig Dooley. Carlo Farmers Market was presented with an award in acknowledgement of its 15 years of trading at Potato Market Carlo every Saturday. Going from strength to strength, the market now has 17 members with new applicants coming every month. With its strong focus on local produce and produce sellers, Carlo Farmers Market will always remain a farmers market and community-based venture, said Mayor Brown. Accepting the award on behalf of Carlo Farmers Market was James Malone from Malone's Fruit Farm. The next recipient was Institute of Technology Carlo, which reached the historic milestone of 50 years. Mayor Brown remarked that in September 1970 the doors opened at Carlo Regional Technical College under the stewardship of its first president, John Gallagher.
a journey began that has seen the college, as it soon came to be called, grow in size and reputation, with over 10,000 students in the current year, becoming Ireland's largest institute of technology in 2021, said Mayor Brown. Over the past decade, the leadership of the Institute has masterminded a level of growth the envy of other universities in the country, and indeed internationally. The Council recognises and celebrates the achievement of the Institute in this its 50th year, in presenting this award to the Chair of the Governing Body, John Moore, and the Institute President, Dr Patricia Mulcahy, and the entire community at IT Carlow, stated Mayor Brown. The next award went to Gael Kalosh de Caharlach, which celebrates its 30th anniversary. Mayor Brown outlined the proud history of the school and its tremendous growth over the past three decades under its first principal, Kathleen Nikartig, Garodine Nikonala, and current principal, Madeleine Luchlan. Sharon Parker Byrne was another recipient in tribute to her community work, particularly during the various COVID 19 lockdowns. Mayor Brown stated that over the years, Sharon has strived to make a difference in her community. Her latest goal is to help women's aid the elderly and homeless in our town, and this has been achieved by her forming the Charity Begins at Home appeal, raising over €14,000, he said. The next recipient was Tom Ryan, Director General of the GAA. Mayor Brown spoke of how the native Karlovian came from a family with strong ties to the GAA. Education and career took him to Dublin many years ago, but he remains very proud of his Carlow roots and has always maintained close links with the town and county, stated Mayor Brown. Under Tom's stewardship, the GAA continues to grow and thrive all over Ireland and beyond. The number of children playing Gaelic games has never been greater and the games have never enjoyed a higher profile. We wish Tom every success in overseeing the GAA's safe return post-pandemic, said Mayor Brown. Accepting his award, Tom added his wish to dedicate the recognition to his wife Mairead and to his family, to his friends in Carlo GAA and to the countless volunteers who work so hard for their GAA clubs all over the country. Therese Dooley was then awarded for her work with UNICEF dedicating a 30-year career to the humanitarian and development sector. In his citation, Mayor Brown outlined Therese's work and her active involvement in numerous emergency responses to droughts, floods, earthquakes, disease outbreaks and conflict in countries such as Haiti, Sudan and Syria. The next recipient was Ian Lawler, Activity Coordinator at Senior Care Kilerig. Mayor Brown remarked that over his two years as Activity Coordinator, Ian has launched many community initiatives aimed at bringing local communities together. These initiatives have allowed for the residents of Senior Care Caleric to maintain and forge both old and new relationships within the community, which in turn has given the residents an extraordinary sense of belonging, he added. The Hospitaller Sisters of the Sacred Heart of Jesus were then awarded for their work with St. Bridget's Hospital, a nursing home and former maternity hospital and general hospital in the town. Mayor Brown noted that both he and Mr. Brophy were born in St. Bridget's, along with countless other Carlovians. Mayor Brown spoke of the history of St. Bridget's, which began in 1967, when the Carlo priest, Father Waldron, invited the Madrid-based order to Carlo. 
Sister Presentation Superior at St. Bridget's at the time of the closing, explained that dwindling numbers and many sisters already being beyond retirement age were factors in their decision to close in 2003. Thankfully, many of the sisters are still alive and it is great to be able to acknowledge their contribution to Carlow Town and Environs over 50 years, albeit retrospectively, said Mayor Brown. The award was accepted by Sister Maria Lourdes, who tuned in online from Madrid. The next award went to Carlow Fire CFR Group, which is manned by firefighters based at Carlow Fire Ambulance Service in a voluntary capacity. The group used their medical skills as advanced cardiac first responders to intervene and have been successful on several occasions in saving lives that may well have been lost without their response, said Mayor Brown. Mayor Brown then called on Darrell Hayden to accept the award on their behalf, but illustrating the importance of their work, he learned that Carlow Fire CFR had been called to an emergency and Darrell was unavailable. The final award of the evening was to journalist Charlie Keegan. Charlie started in journalism as a junior reporter with The Nationalist in May 1966, which marks over five remarkable decades covering news in the county. An author of a number of books, Charlie retired from The Nationalist in 2003, but remains an integral part of the newspaper team with his weekly contributions. During the pandemic, his obituaries took on a particular significance and ensured that the departed loved ones got some recognition when funerals as we know them could not be held, said Mayor Brown. Remarking that the mayor's acknowledgement had come completely out of the blue, Charlie expressed his hope that paying tribute to the deceased in the Nationalist had provided some comfort to those bereaved. The awards were also attended online by David Carrera from the group of Tempe Sister Cities in Arizona, while John Nolan from the Carlo Association in Manchester had also been invited to attend. Powerhouse aims to pack a punch for women in business. Article by Suzanne Pender. County Carlo has a new women in business network named Powerhouse, which is coordinated by the team in the County Council's local enterprise office. Powerhouse, Carlo Business Women's Network, begins with an online event entitled Women Who Lead and Succeed, Strike a Harmony Between Work and Life, on Friday the 25th of June. Guest speakers for the event are well-known female entrepreneurs Moira Dunn, co-founder of BeProductive.ie, Kira Troy of award-winning Oishi Foods, and local champion Helen Whelan of the vibrant and innovative Thrive Cafe in Tullow. Through the local enterprise office, we are keen to support and develop key businesses that form the fabric of Carlow's local economy, said Kathleen Houlihan, Chief Executive of Carlow County Council. Many of those businesses are led by female entrepreneurs who work across every conceivable sector. Ms Houlihan said that with Powerhouse, the council has the opportunity to provide a platform for people to network, gain knowledge and ultimately do business. Welcoming the project, Councillor Tom O'Neill Cahirlock of Carlow County Council said the powerhouse events are about harnessing ideas, innovation, creativity and learning from each other. I encourage all women considering setting up their own business to contact their local enterprise office to see how they can help you and be part of Powerhouse, which will provide a supportive network which can make this happen for businesswomen in County Carlow.
Gabrielle Carroll, business advisor with Carlow Local Enterprise Office, stated that the network series consists of monthly online sessions with experienced guest speakers from across the country on different business topics. Powerhouse events will look at key business aspects such as managing, finance, marketing, sales, and will also offer a platform for engagement and networking, said Gabrielle. The first session kicks off on the morning of Friday the 25th of June. You can register online at www.localenterprise.ie forward slash carlo or call 059-9129783. New single from Indie Duo One Morning in August. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Following on from last year's critically acclaimed self-titled debut album and their much-lauded single Get It Right from earlier this year, One Morning in August return with their brilliant new single Lovers by Surprise, which will be released on Sunday the 18th of June. Guitarist John Phelan and drummer Stephen Byrne once again teamed up with producer David Ayres for their latest release and were also joined by guest vocalist Claire Cummins. The duo hail from Kiltegan, County Wicklow, and have been friends since childhood. Stephen's voice may be familiar to listeners of KCLR because he's a news reporter with them, while John works in Watford IT. Lovers by Surprise is the band's second offering since joining forces with Cork independent label FIFA Records, and is the perfect example of how their sound is evolving and why they have been hotly tipped by so many. The single will initially be released as a band camp exclusive on the 18th of June, while their album has been reissued on limited edition CD by FIFA Records and is available to order now via Bandcamp. The band are currently in the process of recording their second album, with David Ayres once again at the controls. Godfrey's Gospel According to Michael Godfrey It's great to be out and about again. Judging by the looks of things, there wasn't a white shirt or dark trousers to be had anywhere in Ireland last week. Everyone working in hospitality appeared to be wearing new gear as the country gets back to some kind of normal. I happened to be in Cork for a few days, a staycation, and couldn't help but notice all the new uniforms. There were a lot of smiles about as well, and while it was obvious some places were still struggling to get up to speed, the mood of the people was generally good. But I must admit I find it strange having to put on a mask whenever I got up from my seat, and I really couldn't understand the logic behind hotels being unable to serve walk-ins when it was obvious their restaurants were capable of seating more than just residents. Rules are rules, and after being shut up for five months, none of the places I visited were interested in taking any chances. That said, There were a few stupid rules as far as I was concerned. We're told that good hygiene is one way of preventing the spread of COVID-19. Yet one hotel I stayed in had a notice stating that because of COVID, they could not clean the room on a daily basis, but would change the towels and other essentials if requested. Can you make sense of that? Because I can't. I would accept the notion that it would not be correct to have guests and cleaning staff in the room at the same time, But how often have you seen that happen? As far as I'm concerned, that is one of the stupid rules dreamt up by someone who sees COVID as a means of reducing the amount of cleaning and changing of towels that had been commonplace in hotels. 
Mind you, the cost of a room doesn't appear to have changed. I wrote before that I am one of the lucky ones. I took a chance and booked in February, not really knowing if hotels would be open again in June. And I barely made it. But while my booking price was honoured, I noticed that prices had skyrocketed when it was announced that reopening time was coinciding with the June bank holiday. But enough negativity. I have to say it was great just to get out and visit some place other than the back garden. And nice and all as the garden is, I was getting fairly sick of looking at the same few bushes. I was not alone. Everyone I met said the same thing. Isn't it great to be out and about? As part of the few days off, I went into Cork City and it was literally buzzing. The one thing you notice about Cork is the air of friendliness about the place. It may be a city, but it has a small town feel about it. And you know that if you spend enough time there, you're bound to bump into the same people a number of times. And I have to say, the businesses along Princess Street have done an amazing job in providing outdoor dining. Granted, the weather was fine, no rain to spoil things, but it was the relaxed atmosphere which seemed to have captured the imagination. You know how it is. Enjoy yourself for a few days, and when you get home, you want it to continue. That's me, so off I went to the Lord Bagnall. I've been going there since it first opened in 1979, and while the place has totally changed over the years, the one thing that hasn't is the friendly greeting you'll get from owner James Kill, his son Paddy, and the rest of the staff. The place was hopping on Saturday night, outdoor dining on a first-come, first-served basis, but we all got served with minimal delay, and again the story was the same. It was great to be out and about again. Long may it last.